this morning. Happy to be here. Welcome all who's on streaming, who's on archive. We welcome any of those who came an hour early. It's okay. Um, we just want to praise the Lord this morning. Amen. Give him some, some praise, some love from our lives. Let's just sing that little song. Praise him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the evening.
One day I'm gonna take a step Towards my the other knee One day I'm gonna take a step Into my the other One day I know That final step Theophanies, amen. Arise, possess your inheritance. Let's see that. That was a Brother Tom move right there. <laughs> Entangle. Yeah. 
Aren't you tired of living underprivileged? My, 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 what a, what, a, what a line. I'm tired. You tired this morning of living underprivileged, under your God-given rights? We are sons and daughters of the living God this morning. And we have a right to the word of God. We have a right to life. We have a right to healing. We have a right to our families this morning. Amen. Let's just sing this song and declare it. Aren't you tired? Don't you hear that sound? It's our time to be free. Amen. Aren't you tired of living? prayer requests but we want to pray for brother tom for the service this morning also pray for the meetings this weekend brother tom and brother michael brother murphy will be going to texas for their thanksgiving meetings i just want to remember them in prayer Father, we're thankful, Lord, that we can come to a place and lift up your name and lift up your name in worship and praise and adoration for you, O oh God. Lord, that we have the freedom through your word and through the cross, Lord, that 
we can be free this morning. We can be free over sickness, over any spirit that would try and bind us down, Lord. We can lift up our hands in total freedom, O God. That, Lord, you've given us this promised land, Lord. You've given us this promised word, O God. Lord, that you've claimed every one of us by the blood, Lord Jesus. That we can praise you with our lips, Lord. We can praise you in singing, Lord. We can praise you in music, Lord Jesus. We can clap our hands and lift our hands to you, O God. And praise you, Lord Jesus, for the things that you've done for us, O God. For the lives that you've touched, Lord Jesus. The souls that you've saved, O God. Lord, we love you, Lord Jesus. We love your word, oh God. That's why we've come here this morning. Lord, the man of God is laid before you, Lord, for many days, Lord, maybe, maybe, maybe many weeks, oh God. We pray you take his lips, Lord, the thoughts that he has on his mind, Lord. I tell you, take him, Lord. Move the man out of the way, Lord Jesus, that we may hear from the throne of God. Lord, I know there's no spoken needs, but I know there's many needs here in this building today. Lord, you know every heart and every desire that would be here this morning. Lord, I know there's many needs around the world. I think of our brother Ron Spencer this morning, how he's battled and battled and battled. And Lord, you have raised him up, Lord, for such a time as this, to be a lighthouse for you, Lord Jesus. I pray you go to him and all those, Lord, that may be battling. God, would you strengthen them? Would you be with us this morning? Anoint our hearts to hear your word. Anoint us to receive, Lord. Lord, if there be anything that may be standing between us, Lord, would you just take it away, oh God. Take away the stony hearts. Soften our hearts that we may receive your word this morning, Lord Jesus. Be with us the remainder of this song service, Lord. Anoint Brother Dan as he leads us in worship to hear your word. As Brother Tom comes behind this sacred desk, Lord. Anoint his lips and anoint our ears to hear your word. In your name we pray, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Bless you, Jonathan. Thank you. May you have your seats. You're worthy of it all. Oh, you are worthy of it all. Oh, yeah. 
My help, all of my help cometh from the Lord. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. And I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from for the Tom to come believe for it. 
Amen. Ready for the word? Ready to hear what God has laid on our pastor's heart? They say this mountain can't be moved and these chains will never break. There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. They say this mountain can't be moved. They say these chains will never break. But they don't know you like we do. There is power in your name.
God of the impossible. We believe in it. Some of you are believing for family members. Some of you are believing for a, a miracle this morning. Heavenly Father, as we bow our heads to give you praise, and thus we have done, Lord, brother. Dan has led the church of the living God in holy worship before a holy God, knowing, Lord God, that you are a very present help in time of trouble. You're very present, Lord, to meet the needs of your children. You said, ask anything in my name, believing, and you will have what you ask. And so, Lord, help thou our believing believing for the miracles of God, believing for the impossible, believing for a body change, Lord, believing that we're living in an hour of the catching away, believing, Lord, not in the theology and ideologies of man, nor in the intellect of understanding even of this message. Father, this is a personal encounter with you, the very present help in time of trouble. So, Father, I'm asking, Lord, that you will deal in the depths of the hearts of your children. Lord, we can worship and we will. We can lift up our voices and we shall. We will glorify the King of glory, Lord, from now until eternity. Sometimes, Father, we have to be still and know that you are indeed God. And so this morning, as we turn to the word, we ask that you will speak from the depths of it, Lord, not on just the shallowness of our understanding, but Lord, may you reach into the inner man and make the word of God alive, punctuate it, Lord, with your presence. And Lord, it's not in the shout, but it's in the depths where you reach into the inner man. So we commit the service to you, asking thy will be done in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, maybe have your seats for a moment, if you don't mind. I bring you greetings from Pastor Brother Dwayne Lawson, who has taken over the True Word Tabernacle pastorship of that assembly. I was talk, call, uh, saying to Brother Erickson, who was pastor, I said, do I call you elder pastor? Uh, how, I, we're all working through this transitions of things. And he, has, he is a man of God. He has a lovely family serving God. And I love them all. And um, so they bring greetings. I bring their greetings to you this morning. And uh, we just had a blessed time around the word. So God bless you. Nice to be back into the house of God. It's been a busy few months for me. And uh, next week will be my last trip this year. And uh, forgive me, but that's, that's, that's it. We've backed off many of the COVID stuff over the two years. And finally, we're coming to an end. And uh, we can be home. And that, that's, I love home. I love our church. I love our people. And God bless you all. Nice to see you in your places. Amen. We need to uh, remember the meetings next week. Brother Dan brought it up. Brother David McGeary, he is building a new church, and that church is an extension of their old church. And so he just wanted a, a final meeting for the old church before they go into the new. 
So he said, well, you know, if Brother Murphy could come and give us however God would deal with him through missions, that would be great. And if Michael could just pour it on for the young people, that would be fantastic. And we'll take you old man for the morning service. I said, okay. I said, you're older than I am. <laughs> so I said, I would be happy to do that. It'll be taking uh, a lot of our brothers away from you. But I know Brother Tim uh, rise to the occasion, has done many times, and we appreciate him so much. So thank you, Brother Tim. You'll be holding the fort. <laughs> Trust the ship doesn't go down. <laughs> Amen. It'll go. It'll be just fine. We have a, a family a prayer meeting this Monday, Monday at 7.30. Um, we just pray. I, I, I bragged, if you can spiritually brag... I spiritually bragged on the men's prayer meeting at different churches I've traveled through to the Philippines and back east and different ones and, and saying it's not just meeting for prayer, but it's a God that answers the prayers. And we've seen so many answered prayer, and I, I, we just want more. Well, who's that new fellow right down here? Oh, that's Jack. Amen. I like that new look, Jack. The beard's gone and... <laughs> you look good, dear. God bless you. Um, so that will be this Monday night, 7.30. And everyone's invited, of course. Wouldn't that be something if the whole church rolled up? And we'd storm heaven's gate. And we can believe for the miracles and believe for the impossible. Amen. I like to have um, a communion service. And I want to say it ahead of time so that Everybody can plan for it, and hope those that are on shift work, and if you need to change it, will be on December 3rd, Sunday, December, I'm sorry, Sunday, December 6th, and, um, I'm sorry, 3rd, Sunday, on December 3rd, uh, will be our communion first, the December, first weekend in December, so we'll look forward to that also. Well, this morning we're going to, you know, sometimes... We have to leave maybe, and I don't want you to, to escape the thought and think, well, the word's not going to meet your need. Sometimes we, we just have to slow it down a little bit. I've been, uh, they said, Brother Tom, how come you come out of the gate in fourth gear? I said, well, I'll, I'll learn to come in first gear. But this morning I had uh, a song I'm a, I'd love Sister Joanne to sing to you just to you, just to set a little bit of an atmosphere that you can just ponder so when the word of God comes forth this morning. Honey, are you ready?
each side so that all could see not just outward charm but detect the inward heart people trust mom and dad, brother Ed, sister Ruth are listening this morning. That was my, one of my favorite songs. I broke my teeth, cut my teeth by a boy house when sister Ruth would sing that song. It's meant so much to me. I wouldn't want to exaggerate, but I've heard it hundreds and hundreds of times. How's your heart this morning? Was your heart? Galatians, please. Galatians chapter one.
somebody here. Maybe you've walked into a church that you have no clue what they're about. I did one day myself. But I looked around and I saw people, not just people, but people that lived what they were speaking. It wasn't just a bunch of frolic, it was actually a reality. And that life within them drew the life that was in me. And I thank God for that. It means so, so much. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3. I think it's a little bit bright up here for me. Galatians 1, verse 3. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil age. And I think that if anybody could read this throughout the ages, and it could be obviously applicable at Luther's day and the evilness of it, the wickedness of it, but it has heaped itself in this generation. And now we can read this because it's alive. Who gave himself for our sin that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. How about each heart here today? Lord, we don't want the facades that we've built up. And that's what people see. But we want them to see Jesus. We want them to see the word on display. So see our inward heart, Lord, and may it match the outward within every heart of every young person. Every young lady, every young man, Lord, that's thirsting for the things of God, would you make Christ Jesus a reality to them, Father? And Lord, may they see the great Redeemer in plain view to them who died on the cross, shed his own blood, left the regions of glory, to die for fallen man. Lord, and we know as your prophet said, a pardon is not a pardon unless received as a pardon. And so Calvary doesn't mean anything to anybody unless they receive it for what Calvary is. Would you bless your children now in the word in Jesus' name, amen. You may have your seats. God bless you. I titled the little message a little bit different this morning, and they probably put it up on the internet already, and they asked, they said, what, what's your title? I said, serious. Seriously? They probably just forgot the serious part because they think that went blank, and I thought they thought that I was saying, are you seriously asking me? But serious, seriously, it's serious. 
James 4 and 14 says, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanish away. We have many that are waiting, a great cloud of witnesses on the other side, waiting for us to put on that body change. But we don't know when God really is going to call us. We don't. Or Psalms in 144.4 says, Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow, and they passeth away. Or like Proverbs 27 and 1, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Serious. First Peter 1 and 24 says, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. So you can say, well, Brother Tom, you're really bringing that needle down there to serious. But this is really serious. The Lord, the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. I would like, as I've preached on years ago and, and, and really bring it down so that you understand where Brother Tom might be coming from this morning, is the gospel is personal. We can get caught up a lot of times in the praise and worship and the enthusiasm of collective body, which I agree with. I, I love that. Brother Jean, your message on Wednesday, masterpiece. I said, put it on a golden CD. Put it on your wall and play it every once in a while. You are a blessed people. If we understand the gospel the way that it's being preached, it is indeed true. Past, future, let's deal with the present. Really deal with the present. And I think in the busyness of life, and as we got young couples at the back with their darling children, you will find as time goes on, you will get busier and they will grow and you will turn around and say, where did those years go? I remember uh, when we lived on 204th Avenue, all the boys were gone. It was a beautiful late spring, early summer morning. Birds were chirping. I was having my Murchie's coffee. I'm not plugging Murchie's, but it's one of the best on the planet, but that's okay. And I was sipping it, and I heard the birds singing. I go, are you getting old? That you're actually listening for the birds? But then I started to realize, no, I've just slowed down, as they say, to smell the coffee. And I thought it was beautiful. 
I could hear this bird over here and that bird over there. And life will go just like that. Life is but a vapor. You say, ah, you, you're saying that because look where you are now. Well, I was once these young men here. That fast, Camden, that fast. Where to go? Life is but a vapor. So do we take things a little bit serious? I, I think so. I think you fooled yourself enough to think that just by coming to Bible Way, you're going you're gonna to be in the rapture. That ain't going to happen. That is a false concept, and I don't believe one of these brothers ever preached that. Not one. And yet we have some here think that because they're their daddies are maybe an elder in the church or deacon or trustee or ministers. That has nothing to do with it. You're a rank sinner if you have not been born again. Because you're always two people. You're away from the church. You'll dress any way you want. You come to church, you dress another way. You're a hypocrite. You might as well let it be known. Serious. Seriously, Tom? Brother Tom? Yeah. Serious. Serious to let you know sin is sin. And the blood of Jesus Christ delivers you from all sin. It's not a statement, it's a fact. If you ask me, Brother Roman, whether or not God can give you the Holy Ghost and the blood of Jesus Christ was shed to give his life to you, I would be the hypocrite by saying, no, that's not possible. But I want to say to you this morning, by the word of the Lord, all things are possible to them that believe. I'm probably the... The most you can point the finger at of being enthused. Maybe a false perception of a happy go lucky guy. I am not a happy go lucky guy. I am a son of God, birthed by the word of the Lord. And I'm just happy in Christ. My joy is in him. I don't care what situation I find myself in. I'll praise his name. Good times. Bad times. It's not by situation. It's not whether I got enough money in the bank. It's not whether I have a job to complete. It's that he saved me. He redeemed me. And I don't ever want this church or you to put on religion. We are not religious. We are the blood bought and purchased of God. If they view us religious, that's fine. But I'm a son and you're a daughter of God. Lord, David writes Psalms 39 and 4. Lord, make me to know my end and the measure of my days. 
what it is. How many, Brother Bram said, how many old people are going to outlive young men? Could be accident, could be something. Nobody plans to die, and yet can happen in a moment. And Brother Mark is an XRCMP, you've seen your share of it. Serious? As one of the brothers that were in the force said to me, they didn't teach us this at the academy. But you had to learn it because hardships and hard times are a fact. Man that is born of a woman, Job writes, is a few days and full of trouble. I quoted this to a dear brother the other day and it rung true to me and it still rings true the moment I first read it years ago. Are you listening? Serious? I'm only here to do the best I know how to make life a little easier to make people a little happier to bring converts to Jesus Christ. Life's hard, one place he said. To make life a little bit easier for somebody. We'll have some hard times. You will indeed have some terribly hard times. You never woke up this morning whether or not wondering whether you're going to have water in your tap, food in your fridge, clothes in your closet. We have Israel fighting for their lives, for their existence, for their nation. We have public opinion and you can see the way humanity is being brainwashed by the news around the world and in your universities. You see it now. And let me say to you, I looked it up. How many SS killed the Jews? How many millions of soldiers played their part to drive Israel back, Jews back to Israel. Those spirits don't die. So now you have a whole movement, whether it's Hamas, Hezbollah, whether it be the world, their focus is to destroy Israel, and they're not abashed or ashamed to say it. Let me say to you, there's a demon world. There's another dimension that is out to destroy you. But God has given the weaponry of prayer and the word. You will not be defeated. See, we're a simple little church. That's right. 
simple church we are. We're simple believers. That's true. But nevertheless, I have a power in me to speak worlds into existence. Do not forget that. If you've got God in you, as Brother Brown said, as a little button, you've got enough power. So now we come to a place in life. Serious. Time to fight. Fight for your children. Fight for this church. Fight for one another. We've got a rapture to gain. What do you think those imps and people that are on the internet, they got nothing to say, but they want to tear you down. Those are demon powers. You better name it for what it is. You want to look at it, you go right ahead. But as far as me and my house, I'm looking up, my redemption draweth nigh. You got to, we have it easy right now. Brother Brown said the squeeze to come. There's a pressure that's going to come. He said, watch when the council tightens up. Those are statements. We are living in those times. It's not just we live, whatever will be, will be. No, now we're coming to our place. They got generals in the back room in Israel. They're telling them where the tanks are going, where the infantry is going, how to fight, what to fight, where to go, how to do it. We've got a five-star general, and his name is Jesus Christ. And he is giving you the best he could ever give you. That's thus saith the Lord through Malachi 4. It is a time, young people, when you get up in the morning, you put on a tape. When you get home from work, put on a tape. When you, when you got a free time in the evening, listen to a message. Rapturing grace is on those tapes. You think you can get it on a Sunday morning and only a Wednesday night? No, sir. He did not say that. He did not say that. He said it's on those tapes. You will not get me as a pastor of this church watering down this message. We will raise it up, lift it up. It's my standard. It's my protection. It's my everything. Listen, young ladies, I don't care who you marry. You just marry a believer, a Holy Ghost believer. You say, I'm getting old. Well, you'll have heaven to have your right one. Or brothers, do not make that the focus of your life. Make Jesus the focus of your life. Who am I going to marry? I'm an old maid at 26. Really? Go talk to Sister Kathy Waldner. Right? Sister Eileen, when the right one comes, it comes. Right, David Chaburnoff? Absolutely right. I should have got an amen out of you. Thank you. You're in trouble because you never amen. You're, getting a, you're like Ken. Amen. It is absolutely true. It's not messing around time. 
It's serious. And I'm sorry. I'd love to preach a happy. I would. Because this is the happiest thing of my day. My, my day is here, right here with you. But I don't want your blood on my hands. I'm, I'm serious. Oh, you're cuter. My niece or my nephew it has nothing to do with it. God has blessed me. Yes, he has. But I want you to know this Jesus that saved my soul, that filled me with the Holy Ghost and fire. And let me tell you, the fire has never dwindled. It's personal. In an impersonal age, it's personal. Brother Mike, you would understand this one. When we were teenagers, we drove with $2 that we had for the weekend. Drove in and got a fill-up almost on two bucks. And you know what they actually did? They put the gas in. They washed my window. They checked my oil. And they said, sir, to me at 16... That's gone. <laughs> is, that, is that right, Mike? Am I exaggerating? 47 cents a gallon was when I got, got to drive my mom's car. Personal. Walk into a department store. Sir, are you looking for something? Can we help you with the jacket? What would you like to match that with? This kind, these, these kind of pants, this kind of pants. Would you like these shoes? Would you like these belt with that? Would you, until finally you say, will you go away? Today, you can't find anybody. Hello! I want to buy something, and there's nobody there. Somebody's making money because they're not paying their employees. The personal touch is gone. The personal touch is gone. But don't let it come to the church. Don't let it come to the church. Bible says in Matthew eleven twelve, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. I love that scripture. I remember preaching on it years ago, and I preached on violent lambs. Then I had a sister come up to me and say, how could you preach on violent lambs? Because I'm a lamb and I'm violent. She said, but that's a paradox. I said, my whole life's a paradox. Christ is a paradox. The word's a paradox. Hard times. Very well, it could be harder. Get harder. My I don't get a chairlift ticket this year. When Joel was in MEI, he was on the snowboard team. And we had to go in and try and buy passes to go down Whistler. Try and buy a pass now at Whistler. 
you have to go see a banker. <laughs> it is for rich people, let me tell you. I don't know what we were doing up there, but hey, everything has gotten so, so expensive. Hard times, very well, it could get harder. I grew up in a little church called Coverdale Bible Way, where I, I probably had the most dogmatic, legalistic, harsh brothers around me. Where's Ken? He, he was my side. <laughs> we, we were back to back, almost like on the foot. We were fighting each un, un, behind. We knew what was. Man, I, 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 I'll, I'll never forget it. You know, when you have long hair, you're, my brothers used to call me princess. Forget that what I said just then. I'd get there in the morning table and they'd say, good morning, princess. And they knew that bugged me. So then when I finally got my, my head shaved, almost, almost, well, there's, let me see who's around here that I can target. <laughs> no, you're all believers. I got it to half up to my ear, you know, from here to here, right? And the brothers were going out to witness. And I said, I want to go with you. And the brother turns around. And he says, when you become a man, you can come witness. Gil, you know all about that, don't you? He was also with us. We're standing threes. They nailed you. I'm here. It was serious. My salvation's serious. When I met Jesus, it was serious. I left my mom, my dad, my brothers, my family, my friends wanted nothing to do with me. But I stood by the grace alone, by the grace of God alone. Was it serious? Was it for you? It's still serious. Neither is this gospel loosey-goosey. Anything goes. Just come to church. No, sir. We have a standard called thus saith the Lord. So you can go one extreme or the other. We want to go right down the middle. I love my pastor. I love Brother Biscoe. I didn't know him from nobody. But he preached the word straight. He preached it without favor. He preached it straight. And I was born again by the word of God being preached in its beauty. Yes, sinner friends, there is the loving arms of Jesus, but there is also the kicking of table time. Not many of those. Not many. Not many. Mostly caring. Mostly loving.
Preaching of the cross. How many times did you come to church and said, ouch? Lift your hand. Thank you. <laughs> Sister Eleanor, your husband was the best. He said, every time I come to church, I have to say, ouch. But oh, it felt good afterwards. We believe in the cross. He bore our shame. He bore our pain. I remember, Lerlar, like yourself, coming to a church of not the unknown. But realize whatever they're preaching, that's what I've always longed for. And people have come and people have gone, but I'm still here, and by the grace of God, we'll stay till this rapture. When you catch a real revelation, the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. And that's why it behooves us as dads and moms to see our children come to a true born-again experience. Because once you meet Christ, you cannot go. You're a love prisoner to Christ Jesus. I never had an opinion outside of maybe what soap to buy, what size pants to wear. I didn't have an opinion over the word. I knew the word was my absolute. Well, I think the prophet made that. You go there, you're going to go on your slippery slope, and you're just going to go all the way out the door. I think he meant this. Whoa. Brother Ram said, say what I say. Just say what I say. You have witnessed people that have come and gone, and you've seen their lives and where it's going. And you might as well make a determination this morning. That's not me. I'm driving down my landmark. And Satan, it's an abomination for you to try and remove my landmark. And I'm not allowing you to remove my family's landmark. My friend's landmark. My young people's landmark. We have a cross, and we all have a cross to bear. Your cross is not my cross. And you would think, well, I could never bear Brother Tom's cross. And Brother Tom might think, well, he could never bear your cross. But we all have a cross. say, well, I haven't got a cross. You will get a cross. If you are a son of daughter of God, you will have a cross. When you go through hardships... There's two things you can look at. God's working on me, or why is he doing this to me? Hmm. God took my loved one. Why would God take my loved one? You know, I hold it against God, and they go out into the world. Another one says, oh, into thy hands I cling. 
go through an hardship for one, they could say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. And another one can turn around and say, if that's what God wants to do to me, I'm out of here. And we've seen, I've seen lots, my. Don't be shocked. Some get bitter, some get angry. Not me, I put down. Might as well just say, not me. Not me. It's not worth it. It's just not worth it. Life's too short as we started the service. Life's too short. Life is but a vapor. We've got no promise of driving out of, out of, the, out of the parking lot and getting home safe. We've got no promise. It doesn't say that. Tom, you're going to make it home safe. Are we all, we're all right? I'm just being a little serious this morning. Seriously? I'm sorry. It's just, that's really a lot not my nature. I'm straight. That's true. I'm not hard. I don't know, and I don't even know. How did you meet God? And that was why when Brother Biscoe taught us or brought that song, and it became more of a reality than ever, when he realized the Son of Man, a Son of Man, was sitting on the same log, and he could sing a chorus or song. He came. I don't know why God would move Brother Biscoll from Toronto to Cloverdale. I don't know. But I believe Brother Roy, he came to me. Realizing at a young age in Christ, if God could watch over Moses when a Pharaoh's decree was destroy babies, and God could watch over a baby such as Moses, I come to the conclusion or came. If God could watch over Moses, he could watch over me. In the jaws of death, thrown in the water with every alligator there. But the prophet said there were angels on every one of those ripples. There was an angel watching over you and I until we came to this glorious message. And you might well rejoice. Impossible circumstances, God makes the impossible possible, Brother David. Were we called in the midnight hour? Yes, indeed we are. 
Are we the 11th hour workers? Yes, we are. Are we in the closing moments of time? Yes, we are. Is it serious? Yes, it is. When you look at Russia, you look at China. You li- Listen, here's Canada. Who's Canada? I think we've got two boats. I mean, it's a shame. Trudeau's daddy was worse than him. Dismantled our Navy. Dismantled our Air Force. Dismantled everything because they said, oh, America will take care of us. So they send one boat over to the Philippines to protect the Philippine, I'm sorry, into the Sea of China to protect a Filipino boat. And China, China, have you ever seen their boats? Have you seen their aircraft carriers? There's something out of, you know, they floated off of Pluto somewhere. And our little frigate comes along. I think we come up to their first porthole. I mean, it's ridiculous. But nation is against nation. And let me say, young man, that have sat in these pews, I don't think any one of us are guilty of whitewashing this gospel. And why you aren't saved and filled with God is beyond me. But I want to tell you, that demon that is holding you is weaker than the great God that is present now. Ethan, you watch out for those university spirits. Those are demon powers around there. I've been there, and many here have graduated and got their degrees, but there's spirits hanging around. You better have the Holy Ghost, because it'll take the Holy Ghost to keep you and make you a witness. Is that not right, Brother John? Is that not right? It takes the Holy Ghost to fight against that education demon. Bringing that nonsense into our, our, our... Well, when you bring it into my home or bring it into this church or you bring it into our school, it's against me. They got rallies against Soji. They got rallies for Soji. All those demons are their drips until people get worn out, worn out. Tired of hearing it. Tired. I'm not tired of hearing the word. And that word is going to fortify me. So when I see that demon of homosexuality, I will speak against it. I'll stand against it. You say, you're homophobic. I am not. I believe for their soul just as anybody else. But the lifestyle therein, I reject it. Serious? Seriously. Yep, I'm serious. These, I know these brothers are too. And even if they weren't, I'd still preach it anyway. And I know they are. Yeah. If you want lukewarmness, there's a lot of lukewarm messages leaving church. You go there, find them, go find them. They've got this argument against this argument against this argument. This. Saints, I just want Jesus. I want the unveiling of God. I want God to move amongst our young people. I want the Holy Ghost to breathe upon our children. I want to see young men stand for truth. Young ladies filled with the Holy Ghost. 
You want a whitewashed, mixed up, it's a, there's enough out there now. They're getting more all the time. You can have it. But those that want to stay, you stay with us, saith the Lord. You stay with us, saith the word, and do not waver on it. That was my introduction. Let's turn to Exodus 23. Exodus 23. Dan, where's Dan? Dan, when you sang Theophany, I almost was dancing in the back. Because that Theophany is your rapture. That is our third exodus. Well, I wish I had, I know I'm not going to have the time, but we'll get there. We'll get there. What do you think it was King Melchizedek? Who is this Melchizedek? What was that all about? That's letting you know we're in the third exodus. That's letting you know we're going to our father's house. I've got to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would have told you that where I am, there you shall be also. Why does a prophet close off his ministry with that text? I say to God be the glory, Maryland. We're going home. Going home. Don't get caught up in business. Don't get caught up in this, that, or anything else. You get caught up in Jesus. Exodus 23, verse 20. Listen, I... Well, I won't go there. Exodus 23 and 20. Behold... I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and, he, and to bring thee into a place where I have prepared. Is he the same yesterday, today, and forever? For those that are visiting, that's Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Is that true? He sent an angel to bring them in their first exodus. Serious. Death was in the land. Serious. The death angel was everywhere. Serious. But what, what, what was given to the people? An angel came to a messenger to give them a message. And that was the message that protected them from the death angel. So if you're under the sound of my voice this morning, if you're even an unbeliever, you can say, thanks be to God. At least I'm hearing the word of the Lord and I have an opportunity to hear what a prophet has to say. Because if God sent an angel in the first exodus and he he was the covenant angel in the second exodus, what is this angel doing in this third exodus? It's getting a people ready to go. It's not making a nice church. It didn't send the message to have a nice church and there's nice churches all over. 
but we want everybody in their church saved. Born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, washed by the blood of the Lamb, know who they are in Christ, know they've been chosen before the foundation of the world. God sees, as Joanne, Sister Joanne saying, both in and out. Are you ready? How about your heart? Is it right with God? Serious, isn't it? Serious, David. It is serious when people raise their hands and you don't want to raise your hands, I would go with the prophet saying, just raise your hands because that's a supernatural act. Prove you're God supernatural. Amen. If I had my hands in my pocket, my dad would slap me. Oh, you say, well, that was hard. That was hard. Well, you should have got brought up in my day. When my dad said, jump, as the old expression is, how high, dad? You know? Oh, little Johnny's doing this wrong. Isn't that a little sweet? It was a little imp. And it gets to grow big and rebellious. Deal with it when it's small. And why am I there? Remember, the back of God's mind. Redemption, 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 redemption. Redemption from a fallen state of man. A lamb slain. Before the foundation of the world. Why was he slain? Redemption. Because God in the greatness of his character and nature. He knew man would fall. But there was already a provision made. God doesn't do catch up. Trying to play catch up. Monday morning quarterbacking. Man I should have done this. I should have destroyed that serpent to begin with. Redemption. Does anybody know what redemption is? Does everybody know what redemption means? Out of, into, out of sin, <laughs> into salvation. Coming out of Egypt, into Canaan's land, coming out of Judaism, into the Holy Ghost. Coming out of Laodicea into your theophany form and glorified body. Hallelujah. What an hour we're living in. It's not a time to hang your head. It's a time to lift up your head and know my redemption is drawing nigh. Oh, I got this idea and I'm, I'm so smart. Smart? <laughs> that makes me laugh. That really makes me laugh when somebody says they're smart. Really makes me laugh. We're talking about God. You're not even, as Brother Bisco used to say, a little speck of dust crawling on the face of the earth. Are you smart dust? His ways are way above our ways. Hallelujah. So God does not just believe in deliverance. He believes in total deliverance. Yeah. 
Hello? Say, well, but that thing is still bothering me. It doesn't have to. Because we got a redeemer. And he purchased it for you. You've let it hang on. Let it go. He totally redeems his children. He totally heals your children. Hallelujah. Totally. Totally. Well, what about them or what about that? Look at what they did. I don't care. So he said to the boys, I don't care about what any other family does. We're the Ray family. This is what we do. I don't know what they say to their children, but anyways, we got through it, didn't we, Sam? (laughs) And I love every one of them. Redemption. Redemption, Brother Roy. Redemption. God redeemed you. Is that right? Did he redeem that? Huh? Really? Angelica? Julianne? Oh. Come on. Gabe? Where's your brother? Josh? Exactly. (laughs) All right. You might as well start rejoicing because it's not a half deliverance, it's a full deliverance. Don't you limit God. He's unlimited. Well, we have a limited company. I don't care about your limited company. I got an unlimited company. So we have redemption. God's redeemed you. God's redeemed your wife. God's redeemed your children. Did God give you your children? Who gave you your children? I want to ask you, who gave you your children? Eileen? Sister Eileen, sorry. My dear sister Eileen. Who gave you your children? The Lord gave you your children. Would you even for a moment think that the devil gave you your children? That they were serpent seed? Would you think that for a moment? No? Why wouldn't you? Because it's not even there. It's not even there. I don't care about what they got out there. I care about what we got here right now. This is our church. This is our brothers. These are our sisters. These are our young people. I'll fight for you. I'll stand with you. We will resist the devil. And my Bible says he must flee, Brother Curtis. He must flee. That's the word of the Lord. The devil must flee. Hallelujah. I feel like taking my jacket off again and giving him a nice one. Just punch him down, boot him out, and kick him down. That's what Brother Bram said in the greatest battle ever fought. He said, knock him down, kick him out, kick him again, kick him again. I like how Brother Bram said that. I should have played that. Huh? Oh, no, but nice little devil being nice. You know, we accept you into our home. And Really? Brother Bram talked about that. Him sitting down watching your TV set. Number one, you shouldn't have a TV set. Number two, he shouldn't be sitting in your living room. What are we supposed to do, Israel? Drive them out. I've got the abstract title deed. I'm not Lutheran. I'm not Methodist. I am not Pentecostal. I am a son of the living God. Birthed by the word of the Lord. And so Satan, I rebuke you. Come on. Stay with me. We're fighting a fan ground. Yes, sir. 
we sang our last song at, uh, in Ohio. I must fight to, if I must win. Increase my courage, Lord. Yeah, I couldn't get it then. I couldn't get it now. Dan, you made a, a remark regarding my singing here. <laughs> you think I don't hear those things? How dare you? <laughs> but don't you love the family of God? Huh? Well, where, where would you rather be at some baseball game? Huh? Bunch of losers? Yeah, football game, badminton. Yeah. Hey, do you have a proper volleyball? We have a hole in it. Our God is of deflated. That's all it is, a bunch of hot air. We got a living God, Roy. Deliver, sanctify, fill with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So grace. Now we'll start back to their scripture reading. Grace, Brother Mucci. Grace be unto you. So now put your name there. Grace be unto Tom. Put your name there now. Grace be unto... I thought that would be a little bit of a roar there myself. Grace be unto Michael. Grace be unto Tom. Grace. Hallelujah. Be unto you in peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for your sin and that he might deliver us or can I say deliver you from this present evil world. Now, let's roll up our sleeves. Now, let's roll up our sleeves. Has God given you promises that you haven't obtained yet? Hmm? Every promise in the book. Every chapter. All right. So let's keep that in the forefront. And people say, well, how come it didn't happen at this very moment? It's because, ask Abraham that. Ask Abraham. You're going to have a son, Abraham. And he's 75, by the way. And there's not a chance he's going to have a son. But God, rich in mercy, visited his tent. Said, you'll be a father of nations. Oh boy, I'm going to be a father of nations next week. Well, at least takes nine months. But it took 25 years. And my Bible says he staggered not. So I, can I retitle it? The unstaggering church of the living God. Come on. I don't care what the devil shows you. I never believe him. I believe the Bible. I believe this message. I got a token. The greatest message outside of the opening of the seal is the token message. Hallelujah. That token. Daddy, do you have the blood? Yes. Mommy, is there blood on the door? Yes. Come on, come on, dads. Come on. Do we have the blood, Brother Norm? Do we have the blood? Then I claim charity. I claim Bonnie. I claim. Why not? Why not? 
Listen, you say, well, it, it didn't happen last week. It'll happen next this week. If it didn't happen this week, it'll happen next week. If it didn't happen next week, it's going to happen. Come on, say, stay with me on this journey. We have overcome through the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Brother George, we are victors in this one. I used, I used your story, Mike, in Ohio as a little boy. Michael always read the end of the book. You can wonder where these come up. Huh? When we go to the library, you know, here is Michael's stack of books. Here's Sam's stack of books. Joel, are you, don't plug your ears. Don't look at me. This is Joel's stack of books. <laughs> that was me. That would be me. But Michael, I'd come into his room and he's reading. I know he hasn't read the book yet because I'd had to read. I mostly read all the books the boys were reading. So Mike's reading the end of the book. And I go, what are you reading the end of the book for? Why? He says, I want to know how it turned out. I said, perfect. 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 I know how it turned out. The devil goes to hell. Hallelujah. The devil goes to hell and we go to glory. Praise be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. Don't hide behind somebody else's head when I'm looking at you now. We did that at school, right, Ken? He says I cheated off of him. But he got caught cheating off of me. <laughs> you didn't hear that, okay? <laughs> He's going to meet me and say, that's a different story than I tell my granddaughters. Uh-huh. No, he was the brilliant one. I was the one that was trying to all catch up. But our God, our God is an omnipotent God. And when you are loosed, you're loosed, Ben. Are you with me now? When you're loosed, you're loosed forever. So Satan's grip can never re-grip you. It would be the same as going back to the slave market. Once purchased, you can never be sold. Hallelujah. So now God loose you by this message. And this message has keeping power. Serious. I'm serious. You get serious around your table. Son, you need the Holy Ghost. Son, you need to get saved. Daughter, you need to get saved. Daughter, you need the Holy Ghost. Daughter. You don't white, white wash it. Well, how, how, how would you like this one? And somebody looked at me and said, you are a little hard there, Tom. I go, what? I remember when mom and dad came over. Of course, we couldn't have children. And Sammy was a little, probably a month or so, and they wanted to come over to our house and see them. See Sammy, because they knew it was a miracle baby, because they knew we couldn't have children. So they came over to our house, and they sat down in my living room, and I'm saying, Lord, I've got to talk to Dad. I've got to talk to Dad. I've got to talk to Dad. Lord, open the door. Open the door. No door open. So Tom, what did Tom do? Boot the door open. I'm actually holding the coat 
of my dad. And I'm going, this ain't going to work. Because I didn't have them over just to have them over. So I said, Dad, why don't you sit down, please? So Mom and Dad sat down. And I said, I said, here I am. I know you think I'm a little bit whatever. I said, you've been married for how long? I said, have you two ever talked one word about Jesus? My dad looked at me and said, nope. We've never talked about Jesus. I blew me away. Blew me away. Do you know what my next sentence was? You're going to go to hell, Dad. Yeah. Say, hey, do you dish it out? I get a dish too. Don't you worry. I said, Dad, my Bible says unless you're born again, you can't see the kingdom of God. There's no place for you unless you're born again, Dad. Of course, I'm young. I'm, you know, but how long? Four years in the message at this time? And yeah, four years. Maybe five. It's like Brother Ken said one day. He said, what I said is true, but maybe the delivery was a little wrong. (laughs) You can learn from this one. You can learn from this one, young people. Don't chop their heads off. Learn to take a scalpel. It's like one brother said, man, you peeled me like a banana. And I didn't even know it. In fact, I liked it. And I said, well, I used to chop you to pieces. <laughs> Serious. I wanted my mom and dad saved so bad. Serious. Loosed from the grip of Satan. When I was free, saints of God, I was free. There was no, oh, I got to meet the boys in that bar, or I got to have a joint with the friends, or I got to meet with them. No, church on Tuesday, church on Thursday, or no, Friday, sorry, right, Tuesday, Friday again, and two on Sunday. Boy, you got quiet. I'm thinking. (laughs) People say, don't go there, Tom. So Tuesday night, we were in church. Friday night, we were in church. Sunday morning, we were in church. Sunday night, until finally mom and dad says, finally says, you're in church so often, we don't even know who you are. I said, dad, the most important thing is I know who I am. That's the most important thing. And so it's a, it's a, it's a change. There's been a change in me, Dan, since Jesus set me free. Hmm? There's a change. It's serious. Ephesians 1 4 says, According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. How did you get in here, Karen? What on earth are you doing here? But God would have a little sister move because of a daddy. Your lives would intertwine. And have never been broken. It's amazing. Isn't he amazing? To me, that's amazing. Chosen in him before 
the foundation of the world, knew we were sitting in Clover Gulch, as we called it as kids. Can you imagine, Jack, you're growing up, and if God should tarry, give you children in the most perverted age ever. The political drama is gone crazy. Hurtful and hateful spirits are raging. Protests by the thousands. They can murder babies, mothers, old ladies, but it's all right. I just wonder how many of you daddies would allow some weirdo in your front door to hurt your family what you would do. You say, well, we don't have that problem here. Good. I liked one brother. He was a police officer at the time. He's no longer here. He came to a, a, a house dispute. It was a family dispute in this one fellow was about six foot something. He said had a knife in his hand and he's ready to, to <laughs> come at him with his knife. And he, and he thought, well, no, I don't want to shoot him because that's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> Obviously, it, it takes a lot of time. So he's coming at him, this huge monster man, and coming at him with his knife. And you know what he said to him? I rebuke you. And he went flying down the hallway into the adult, you know, those doors that open like this, you know, accordion doors. And he's sitting on the floor. He goes, wow, what happened there? Well, God is watching over his sons. God watches over us in this age. If we never had the blood, they call it the iron dome. They call it the iron sword. They're going iron, iron, iron. Remember, it was the legs of iron and the feet were iron and clay. These are the days you're living in. But let me tell you, there is a stone that's been cut out of a mountain without hands. Look on this! And it will crush every spirit that comes against the sons and daughters of God. We, as a people and as a church, do not have to hang our heads down. We don't have an iron dome. We don't have an iron sword. But we've got the blood dome and the king's sword, and we are the winners. Period. Serious. Education has come to its height of perversion when they have transvestites parading in kindergarten rooms. And they're trying to swallow it down your throat? Not mine. Not yours. And not here. So you say, well, Brother Thomas, this being broadcasted, we're going to stop that too. If we want a church. <laughs> Things are getting strange out there. 
but there's got to be a people that stand for truth. Not wishy-washy. Well, I got I got we got to love them. They were a part of us then. But why aren't they here now? Well, I ain't got scripture for that. We as a people need to take the word of God and hold it dear to our hearts and not let the devil water it down. Demonized thoughts? My goodness. I thought, well, I'm just going to turn on, I'm just going to see what, you know, I, I figured I want to see whether there's a Middle East left. There has to be because there's 144,000 there. But I, then I wanted to say, is there any Lebanon left or is there any Syria left? So I just thought it on. And the advertising that was a down there was more perverted than anything I saw in the world. When y'all look at me like I'm a, a dodo bird or something, I'm that old. What you're seeing in your advertisements is nothing but prostitution. Yeah, it's more than true. The people I've had to deal with, young people, in, in, their, in, in what they watch, and and try and break it because it's a demon. And parents so freely allow them to phone for them to see the perversion. I have the Holy Ghost. I have never, by the grace of God, had a second look. Because Brother Bram said, if you got the Holy Ghost, you'll never look twice. I should have heard a roaring amen for every son of God that's been birthed by the word of God. Mm -hmm. Pornography is dead to me. And it should be dead for every son of God. It shouldn't even have to be mentioned. I'm sorry, friends. That is what Satan used in the garden. And defeated a whole world at Noah's time. And the sons of God looked on the daughters of men and saw they were fair. And God destroyed them. Well, let me just tell the devil something here. You might have got Eve in God's Eden. But there's a people and there's a bride that's going to stomp you in your own Eden. In your Eden, we're going to beat you down. And we're not having no mercy on nobody. Say, well, I'll be a little bit nicer. To who? The devil? I'll be nicer to you. But I won't be nice to him. Hey, he tried to ruin me. I started to write down. I said, how many times has he tried to kill me? Well... I've been in many accidents. And let me make a clarification here. Can I clarify this statement? Not one was caused by me. <laughs> Somebody said to me, man, you're in a lot of accidents, huh? Like blaming me. I go, but I never caused them. Four major accidents. Major. We're not talking minor, major. Satan tried to get me. Right. And I thought, see, 
here I am. I think I'm way back then. I didn't think anything of it. I walked away and said, and then one, one RCMP said to me, how'd you walk away from that? I said, I don't know. And then I started to think of all the other ones that I walked away from. Amazing grace. Hallelujah. How sweet the sound. Amen. He's watching over you. If he watched over Moses, if he watched over Sarah, there was no other seed that was going to come to her womb. There's no other message that's going to take you away. Hallelujah. Amen. Time's up. Who is it the other night? Jean. He fried me. Is it time's up? I said, what are you time's up for? What do you think I came to church for? So we've we got to stop saying time's up. <laughs> but I know, I know you've got things you have to do. For me, this is my life. I, you know, I know you have your heart, and you do work hard. And, and I always feel humbled when I get a paycheck. It's your tithe. I feel humble. I'm sure these brothers do. But I'll put my best foot forward. I'll do everything I can possibly do. I'll reject to go outside. I'll reject all to do things with my family. I'll do it just to try and be the best prepared I can for you on Sunday or Wednesday. I'm serious. Sometimes I, I break, try to break out of it by making a comment that might be light and people say, oh, you're funny. Well, please, don't label me that. I want to bear the stripes of Christ and live worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to live this message without confusion and doubt of mind. Clarity of thought, love for the brethren, love for the sisters, love for your families. That's why we started off where Brother Bram said, life is hard, man. Just try and make it a little easier for someone. Life's hard, Jonah. It's hard. But he'll be there with you. He'll be your comfort. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you even in you. In the good times and the bad times. He'll watch over you as he did Moses, as he did Sarah, as he did me. Maybe it's a good place to pause now. Musicians, why don't you come? What about your heart? Is it right with God? For there's a window on each side. We're going to have communion in a couple of weeks be good to maybe see a brother that you need to put your arms around you haven't done that sister to sister 
see this church strong, to move it forward, to move it upward, to move it in its revelation. I didn't get far this morning, and I'm sorry. And I didn't. I told brothers, but as they went out the door, I said, I don't know how it'll go this morning. I don't know. But sometimes you're just going to come out and charge. Other times, you just don't. Well, this is one of those times I didn't. So can I say this? From me to you, I don't care if here or there. If I've hurt you, forgive me. If I've been too strong, forgive me. I want my heart right with God. I know we can be dogmatic. I grew up under that. I know we can be legalistic and it's, more, it's easier to be legalistic than it is to give grace. But you can give too much grace and then it goes to disgrace. My heart cry is a, to see milk go out of that chair. To see B, EBA's eyes healed. Not just to preach a nice sermon. I like what Jean said. He likes to make hard things simple. I, I'm just simple. I don't have to make things hard. But God has all different kind of gifts to you. These are great men. I'll feel privileged to stand with them on that great day. I'll be privileged to stand with Brother Bisco on that great day. I want you to feel the same way with one another. Joanne, could you sing that song one more time? Is Is that okay? It's serious. Yeah, a little different. Maybe a little bit unorthodox. But it's just the way we felt the cold. You okay? Phil? We'll wait for Brother Phil. I told Phil the other day he's the greatest guitarist outside of Brother Ed on the planet. Is everybody all right? I just want you to open your heart. From Austin in the corner, all the way to Hanover here, Sunday up top, Sam. Just may God bless you and revelate you. Dan, you've meant so much to me. I saw you raise your hand on Wednesday night. It meant so much to me. Okay, Dolly.
Joanne, sing this, all right? People often see you as you are outside. Jesus really knows you, for he sees inside. How about your Maybe 
Jesus saying you have to leave the 90 and 9 maybe for one. That's how I felt I was approaching him. Maybe for one. How about your heart? Is it right with God? Don't stand to stand. But if you'd like to stand, As we sing it one more time together, why don't you stand then? It's only if you want. How people. declared only perfect love will enter there but really all that is Lord it's not a, a statement it's, it's you the Holy Ghost himself live inside us Lord manifest let the person of Christ live in all of our hearts as we stand as in this We will go forward, Lord. We will see the crumbling. It's been prophesied a world falling apart. We understand the feast of the trumpets by the grace of God. We see recognizing your day in this message. We see the gathering of Israel. But there's a bride who indeed has made herself ready. Would you bless this little church this morning? everyone that have stood to their feet for whatever their heart has been spoken to. Lord, you know I'm not an order. I'm, not, I'm nothing. But 
a son birthed by this most precious word. We all want to be like you, Lord. Make us all like you, Father. To be like Jesus is all I long for. So as we will go our separate ways, different ones will linger in the presence of God. And I pray the word, Lord, somehow has helped someone. Move us, Lord, to where you want us to be. Bless your children as they've gathered this Sunday morning. It's a blistery type of day. I pray that the presence of God will go with each and every one. I ask it in Jesus Christ's name. To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, to be like Jesus, to be like